0: Cross court. It's Webster the three. They've got 80. Cody Webster. Got it. Calm down. we're recording this show uh during a uh, nebraska ball beatdown yeah the kind that you're you're used to uh nebraska is up big and we're we're just watching this right now they're up big on penn state you know we know that some folks who listen to this are not nebraska fans there is some sort of nebraska flavor to it but whenever there's nebraska news you know we will weigh in on it or at least uh talk about it and uh you know, uh, Fred Hoiberg smarter coach when his team hits shots. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You know, it just
1: uh, it behooves you to make some shots. It's a little – things are a little different when you're – I mean, as we're taping this, 12 of 18 from three. 12 of 18 from three will, will make a lot of things look okay.
0: This is crazy. Trev's probably like, Wow, you're pretty good at hitting threes against bad teams, aren't
2: you? Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you?
0: (laughs) You know, a part of –
1: you know, Trev talked about this plan. You know, Fred presented me with a plan, and Fred's plan was like, got a crazy idea. We're going to make threes. How about that? (laughs) You're pretty good at making plans, aren't you?
2: Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you?
0: Our plan, make at least 12 threes a game. That's the plan. Trev, what do you think of this plan? Do, let me ask you a question. Do you think this is a good plan, making threes? Should we make more threes?
2: That's another great question.
1: <laughs> hold on. hold. I, there's also there's, – there's it's a two-part plan. First First part of the plan, make a bunch of threes. Second part of the plan, instead of losing these games, the plan now is to win these games what do you think of that plan Trev?
2: you know it's a really good question and i've thought a lot about that i've been asked that a couple of times <laughs> all right sometimes the okay. simple plans
1: are the best ones i mean can you believe this like a shrewsbury where you crikey you're up
0: big you you win the game and then trev does the like if i'm trev i do the steve peterson after they beat colorado with the r with the uh restore the the order t-shirts where you say this is why we did what we did i think right now no see what i would do i'm picturing
1: i'm picturing the you know the 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 gif of vince mcmahon walking like coming out like i'm picturing trev vince Mcmanning his way through pinnacle bank arena right now just as he's walking out of his house tomorrow as he's walking to the office he might as well be vince mcmahon
0: trev you think you're going to do that? You know, it's a really good question. And I've thought a
2: lot about that. I've been asked that a couple
0: times. <laughs> you should. You should do it. Uh, it's 90 to 63 right now. With less than three minutes what? to go. I think they're going to hold on. I do, too. We'll
1: see. I do, too. At this point, I'd say it's looking pretty good. It might go. is have- very cranky.
0: You have been uh, the traveling man.
1: Yeah. Uh, A little bit again, right? You had a layover
0: in Chicago today, and we're just recording this Sunday night, you know, for a quick half hour. Where where were you? So, your
1: boy was in Cincinnati. I was at Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow's house. You're listening to the Things That Just Aren't True radio show with Mark Jackson. Zach, who? Zach Taylor.
0: Come on, where? You were at yeah, your boy oh, was that- Seton
1: Hall Xavier Saturday afternoon inside the Cintas Center,
0: and uh, now, yeah, your boy's that back. That game now. was Saturday afternoon, and yeah. you didn't le- you didn't get into town until you know so, Sunday night. What happened?
1: So there were first of all, there was not any flights. The latest flight out was at oh. six o'clock, so your boy couldn't make that one. And then there, I basically had two Tashard choices to make: either wake up at. You know, hop on one of those 5.30 a.m. flights. It'll derail your life for the better part of the next four to six years or depart at around noon. So your boy got his noon departure game right. That's good. I checked with the wife. I said, do you care? She said, no. I said, "Okay, I'm going to do this. And so, yeah, I I, got in a little late today, a little later than usual.
0: No later flights, not cool United Airlines. No to catch a predator tonight, not cool CNBC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I got a question um, for you though. Yeah. So, in in throughout your season calling college basketball games have you done any m a a c games have you done any iona
0: sienna monmouth Marist, fairfield right like you got any of those under your you'll be shocked to know i have not oh. i did uh a couple of m a a c games maybe a few years ago in fact i called The women's championship game about four years ago in the MAAC when it was in Albany. I don't know if that's still where it is, but are you calling the men's championship?
1: I have gotten an opportunity from one Westwood one. Wow. I am going to be on the call for the MAAC conference championship game in Atlantic City on March
0: 12th. And your boy's pretty crunk about it. You and the M-A-A-C are going to get married on top of a mountain. Veronica and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. It's good for you. How about good that?
1: I was hoping you, know, you could help me out with some little factoids. You know? Sorry about Sorry about that. Sorry, I can't. about that. sorry
0: about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, I don't, but one of the uh, one of the reasons I enjoy calling the Big South is that I get to call the Big South championship game. There's nothing better than a conference championship game where you the winner goes to the tournament like i know a lot of folks you know you like your ACC and your Big 12 whatever but even those i mean it's the smaller conferences where you win and you get in even the larger conferences like hey you won the conference tournament
1: i have and this is you know listen madison square garden presents its own like it's it's hard to even compare just madison right, square garden right. like that that's almost you you have to like file that on over there but i Being a part of the Big 12 tournament and then being part of the Missouri Valley Conference tournament, it's not even comparable which conference tournament is better. The Missouri Valley Conference tournament is vastly superior because of what you're saying. There is nothing like a one-bid league conference tournament, more importantly, a conference tournament championship game.
0: Nothing like it. The bigger conferences, the regular season is more important. The conference tournament's not as important. The smaller conferences, the regular season, not as important. The conference tournament is everything. Yeah, right? That's right. That's and right. So
1: we we went to when, when at Kansas, when we would go to the to the Big Twelve tournament, I remember feeling like like we got beaten in the first round by Texas beat us. And I mean literally, Coach Sell, we went to was like it lit. Not to say he was like, eh, who cared about that game?" But to a certain extent, it was like, "Guys, whatever, get showered up. We'll head back. Figure out where we're going next week for the NCAA, or in a couple of days for the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It literally you get a few it, days off. Yeah, a couple was, days off. In some ways, it know? was. It literally didn't. Now we knew we were going to be in, obviously, but it's 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 a weird, it's a, it's a it's a weird feeling at those bigger conference is, tournaments. Is this this weekend? Is no, it, it's this, the it's March twelfth. Okay. So, okay. yeah, you boys, I'm going to be in New York doing stuff for Big East Digital. I'm going to be with Jim Calhoun. How about that? Oh. Yeah, I'm be with Jim Calhoun. we we'll are be breaking things down. It's going to be fantastic. And then your boy's going to slide up to Atlantic City. He's going to go call the MAAC conference title game. Then your boy's going to go to the blackjack table and put it all on black. You're
0: listening to the Gambling Advice Show with okay Jackson. Okay. Here's a, here's a question for you. When Jim Calhoun is sitting with you and you are, you know, trying to pretend you know what you're talking about and he knows you got a fact wrong, you know what he's going to say. You know it. Get some facts
1: and come back and see me. Okay. All right. I'm exp- fully expecting that. I'm fully expecting facts. that.
0: Yes. That's good. So yeah. you'll be, and I'm, I've got Big South next Sunday in Charlotte. It's on ESPN 2 at. Uh, I think that's uh, one o'clock Eastern, noon central. So I'll be doing an automatic bid. Oh, then the following week, you'll be doing an automatic yes. bid. We've got two of these, we, you know, 32 leagues covered here. We
1: are the Auto Bid Podcast. That's what this is. We have that we're the, covered.
0: We're the, we're the Autopod. <laughs> it's the Autopod on Heard App Media. We got it. If you want to know whether or not you should advance your 14 or 15 seed, oh, come to us. I mean, here's the thing is, okay,
1: the thing, Iona, they're 16 oh, yeah. and 2, 24 and 5, so it's not gonna be that big of a stretch for me to be all in on the Gales. But I mean the Big South, you
0: got I mean, when you're you're a big Winthrop guy. It's 45 minutes down the road. They're the two seed in this Big South tournament. I've already advanced. It's either Longwood or Winthrop. And frankly, I think. Longwood's going to win it, but either way, I'm advancing them. Trust me, if they win in the Big South, I'm advancing them into the NCAA tournament. I want to give
1: a shout out to the MAAC and the Big South for allowing me to advance all the seeds. I want to thank my uncle Joe for teaching me all the sports.
0: I guarantee you, they're going to be in that field of 68. You, can,
1: you and I are going to be some big south and M A A C homers. It,
0: put it in the books. Going uh, to be so anyway, that's what's coming up there. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: real anything, quick, uh, I mean, well, I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, obviously, Trev is now a genius. This plan is already in motion. What were from <laughs> from afar? what do you think of the decision? To bring back Freddie Hoiberg, thoughts,
0: comments, questions, concerns, go. I I know this is not what people want to hear. I thought it was really the the correct move. Um, I do. I thought it was the correct move. And I say that similarly with Frost, like you don't have a lot of tangible reasons to do it, except for the fact that, and I don't know how you quantify this, but when you have a coach that wants to be there, and it costs you a lot to fire him from being there, do you just give do you just run it back one more time and just see? Well, because yeah. if you cuz you can spend the 18 mil to buy him out, there's no guarantee the next guy's going to work and you're already paying him a ton of money. So at that point and you have a recruiting class coming in, right? So do you try and run this back again? I don't Look, people say, hey, are people going to show up and invest their time?" Yeah, I think they will. I think it's a you know, people like going to PBA, people like the social event and People showed up this year and they were terrible. Right. So I don't think, I think the reward far outweighs the risk of keeping Fred Hoiberg around for another season. That's yeah. just my two cents. Well,
1: season. I think, I mean, that's the thing is, if you're looking at this from purely a basketball perspective, there's no logical argument. He should be gone. Yeah, he there's should no, be gone. I mean, and I think that yeah. even Fred Hoiberg would be like, yeah, we'd struggle a little bit. Be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, its things aren't always that simple. It, and if you're Trev, there's got to be a part of you that is, for all the people that are like, oh, I can't believe this. And listen, again, from purely a basketball standpoint, it's pretty stunning. I mean, Nebraska basketball has been one of the worst power conference basketball programs ever. And they've just had three historically bad seasons, even four one of the worst power conference programs so this has been historically bad for a historic for a historically bad program but I think if you're if you're Trev it's like okay guys what I mean it's we're building a 150 million dollar football facility we just totally revamped this football situation we've shuffled up, and ran it back, shoveled up the staff and ran it back with Frost. There's way more financially and whatever you want to say at stake with that football situation. The it, I, We have to come up with $20 million pretty much to make Fred Hoiberg leave. Like, I think from that perspective, if you're sitting in Trev's office and he tells you that, you go, yeah, I don't know what I. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I think there's – the yeah. more I thought about it – I mean, there's a part of me that was surprised. Again, if you're looking at it purely from a basketball standpoint, yeah, it's surprising. But it's not always that simple. And the more I, the more time that's passed from the, from the announcement, the more I'm like, man, it probably was pretty silly on all of us to think that it
0: was going to be anything else other than this. These are purely business decisions. All of these are business decisions, right? What am I gaining by spending this money? What am I – what are the guarantees what what am i locking in here and coming off of covid and all this money and i, I mean everything it's it's got to all be factored in and so, yeah, i mean, is it if if money weren't an issue, would he be gone? Eh, probably yeah probably if that buyout the, if
1: that what? but let's say the buyout is six million seven million eight million is he is he the coach right now i don't I don't know i mean i I'd, i would I, be grasping at stuff I don't know for a fact either way, but i do think On some level, that $18.5 million
0: buyout matters. It just does. You got a coach who's a good guy who wants to be there and has shown in the past that he can win. He's not an idiot. So you got to figure this out. And to your point, like, yeah, what was the plan? He's let me know his plan. What's the plan? Is it, uh, is it hitting shots, right? <laughs> is it is it recruiting more of the high school level? How do you do that if you're a, if you're dead man walking, right? Like ne- next year, it's do or die. Yes, essentially, right. At this point, more so in basketball, I think, uh, than in football. But it wasn't terribly surprising. But I can totally get the the disappointment from Husker fans of keeping around a head coach that has not that that is historically bad. Three
1: straight like, 20 loss seasons has never happened in the history of Nebraska basketball. And it has just happened these first three years under Hoiberg. So yeah, I mean, it's it's again, you're talking about a historically bad power conference basketball program with arguably the worst three-year run in its program's history. So yeah, on just that in and it of itself, it is a little jarring, but things aren't always that simple.
0: They're not. No, they're they're not. Just like this and, Frost
1: situation is not that
0: simple. And I also wonder too. I also wonder too. And I don't know if this is part of it, but it is a byproduct of it. Where eventually, if you decide, like after next season, all right, I'm parting ways with Fred Hoiberg. Does the job become more attractive because you gave Fred Hoiberg a long time? To get this thing done, where Trevor Alberts is proving to whoever he hires next, whether it's a football coach or basketball coach, that I'm going to be fair, and I'm not a, this knee-jerk guy who's going to be like, oh, you didn't win, you're gone. I'll be loyal to you. I will be fair as long as I see progress. And... I don't know what progress he's seeing with the Nebraska basketball program, but at least he can sell that yes. to whatever the next head coach is, and maybe it becomes a little more palatable. I yeah. don't know the. Yeah, answer I don't know either, but that. you're
1: right because even even Trev has said as much, which is a pretty good spin, makes it sound like it's not sincere because that's not. So I don't know what the word because that's not the word I want to use. It's a pretty good way to frame it from Trev and saying we're going to be a. I want to be the type of athletic director, and Nebraska needs to be the type of place that supports its coaches. And I think that's a good way to kind of sell this Frost thing and this Hoiberg thing, even though the, the two situations to me are completely different. Like, mm-hmm. the at least there was... Even, even the people that wanted Frost gone could understand some of the logic, even from a football perspective, on bringing him back. Because there were some elements under frost that that you could point to that were working that's harder to do with the basketball program and so and i think you also can understand you know when when trev when Trev says, Scott has presented me with a plan, you can now see this plan in motion, right? You see, like, okay, he's hired Mark Whipple. Frost is giving up the play-calling duties. They hired a full-time special teams coordinator. They've bolstered up their ability to recruit with Mickey Joseph. Like, you see those, like, the plan in place. Now, it'll be – what's going to be interesting to see now is what this quote-unquote plan is that Fred Hoiberg has because – you know, I mean, you would imagine there's going to be a lot of there's already a lot of roster turnover every year, but you'd imagine there's probably going to be some staff turnover. What that looks like, if there's going to be some philosophical changes and how Fred wants to build his program and what style he wants to run, I don't know, but I it'll be interesting to see what that plan
0: looks like on the front end. Fred, part of your plan. This is Trev speaking. Part of your plan, Fred, is to find a coach in waiting <laughs> <laughs> to join your staff. That's it. That's it. Find the
1: guy. Hire the guy that you think is going to be the next guy so he can get used to, you know, the area. Hire Mark Turgeon as your, what do you think about Mark Turgeon as your top assistant coach? That would be very wise. Mark Turgeon. I'd like to introduce my staff, Mark Turgeon, Dana Altman, and Darren DeVries. Welcome, gentlemen. Each of you will be assistant coaching for the opportunity to
0: take my job as head coach. In one calendar year. And I'd also like to uh, introduce my grad assistant, Daniel Manning. <laughs> Good luck, right? gentlemen. We're all counting on you one year from now. By the way, Nebraska's now 2-30 and 30 on the road under Fred Hoiberg. Got it!
1: Shouts out to that! I mean, that's it is crazy. You read Dirk's column, and when you do read those numbers... Because now you got to update it. One with Hoiberg is now eight and sixty against major conference foes. He's now seven and fifty-two against Big Ten teams, and like you just pointed out, two and thirty on the road. I mean, those
0: numbers when you read them, you're like, wow. And a longer win streak than Kentucky, Kansas, Purdue, Auburn, yeah. Arizona, and Gonzaga combined. Got it. If you're Seamus, you have to put that in the notes, right? Like, dude, who's got a Seamus long- McKnight? Oh, got to capitalize longest win streaks.
1: (laughs) Seriously, longest longer win streak than who? Dot dot dot. Kansas, Kentucky, Arizona, Purdue. Even who? Michigan State couldn't win at Penn State. You know who could? Nebraska. Who do we have a
0: longer win streak than? arizona
3: vote arizona's got two quarterbacks who have played a lot this year both started scott and Foles. different type of styles what type of
2: challenges does that present you should for prepare for that for arizona, arizona. Mm.
3: i guess i'm not following the question playing Washington. Oh, exactly oh. my bad <laughs> <laughs> that was last year Yeah.
1: Never, never ceases to amaze me. No, I love that. I, I do think Seamus, Seamus needs, He's if he doesn't take advantage of this opportunity to have the most outlandish set of game notes with the most ridiculous things that can only, oh, come on. that are true for one, for like two days, they're true. You, you need, Seamus, if you are listening, put, you need to have the most absurd game notes with the most absurd factoids in there.
0: Put it in the write-up. Put it in the write-up that you do in the post-op yes. that you write up. Nebraska now has a longer win streak than seven of the AP top 10 teams, (laughs) which by the way, it was a historic day in college basketball on Saturday and that night. And it felt like, like you had all these upsets, but everyone was upset. So nothing changed, right? Nothing really changed. Like maybe Baylor moves up a line, you know, maybe Duke, but it's, you know, well, something happened. No, no, nothing happened. Right.
1: It nothing won't happened. even be reflected in the top ten. Everybody lost. so Everybody just stays right where you are. You won't have any idea. Anything happened, even though everybody lost on Saturday. Literally everybody.
0: No, no, nothing happens. <laughs> well, something happens. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So and, and, you know, you think, oh, we're going to learn all these lessons now that, hey, you know what? Anybody's game, you know, NCAA tournament. When that bracket comes out, make sure you pick your upsets. Chalk, 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 chalk. chalk. I know I, it, we it don't learn funny.
1: anything. It is funny how every year we do this. I mean, I'm guilty of it, and it's part of the fun of the fun of it. We always do it like, hey, man, this year's NCAA tournament. I mean, can you? It's gonna be crazy, man. I don't think we've ever this to me. This is gonna be the most unpredictable NCAA tournament we've had. Like, you could say that. I feel like that right. gets said this time of year. Every single year. But with all that said, I got to tell you, this year's NCAA tournament is going to be the craziest NCAA tournament I've ever seen in your life. My national champ, Gonzaga. (laughs) Final four, Kansas, Arizona, Purdue,
0: (laughs) Kentucky. That's how it always goes. (laughs) That's it. This team could either get bounced in the first round or make the final four. Which team? All of them. All of them. It could. It's technically possible. That's it. uh before we uh get out again, these will be uh these won't be meaty uh, uh we've given people some meat. I feel like we're this thirty been minutes been into this, no, has this has been, been, been a good. good piece of meat. This it's been a five good. ounce fillet, is- not a ton of meat, but it's good meat. Travis Klinecki and Alyssa Harrington from uh, the Mary. NBC and Hammond again. Alyssa. They did a uh kind of a segment on I think they had a, they had a Dunkin' Donuts person on. Representing Dunkin' Donuts, I guess. And they had different donuts and, and, you know, pastries and drinks. And one of them was a latte. Travis took it from
2: there. Right here we have our hot uh, salted caramel latte, mm. uh, which has that, you know, that salty and sweet that mm-hmm. everybody loves. Mm. And then here uh, we also have it in a latte form and um, has a whipped cream topping. Oh, oh there, there you goes. go. Well, now you, really so okay. good. you, you can okay. That's, it. That's I say. You can get right to that whipped yeah. cream now. And then the whipped cream with a little uh, drizzle on top of caramel and some cinnamon. So, so we all know that mm. Bo Polini he'd like his latte hot. He doesn't like the cold one. He's yeah. a big fan of that one. We'll, we'll make sure we get you the cold one. Right. Okay, I'll take the cold one. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing, I mean... I mean, who who knows it? I don't mind it being a latte, but it's got to be hot.
1: Could you? I would love to have been a Travis in the meeting, knowing that he's already established that he tries to work in the show, and he gets in the rundown that a Dunkin' Donuts representative is going to be coming on onto set and discussing their different kinds of coffee, and it'd be like, this is a layup. This is a layup
0: to work in the show. Or Travis called and said, hey, are you doing donuts? Yeah. Can you do drinks? Can you bring a latte?
1: (laughs) Just make it easy for me. Just bring a latte. Why? Just do it.
2: Thanks. Appreciate it. So we all know that Bo Pelini, he'd like his latte hot. He doesn't like the cold one. I don't mind it being a (laughs) latte, but it's got to be hot. Now, did Alyssa, who get
0: it? To this show did knows Alyssa get it? No, Bo Pelini likes hot, l- likes it. hot lattes. Did Alyssa
1: get it? Because I saw the video and anymore, I saw the chicken, Nick. I, saw, you know, I saw the video and I didn't want to watch it because I wanted to listen. I want again. What was our plan during our radio days? Nick knows nothing. He knows he has to know something. No, he knows nothing. Okay. <laughs> So I want to right. react to these things live. Did, uh, do, do you think Alyssa – Alyssa's been listening to the pod a little bit. She has to have – this one had to have landed a little bit for her,
0: right? Well, Travis tweeted at Alyssa saying, that moment when you realize your in-studio guest doesn't listen to the Chicken Nick show, I guess we should have the beanery make a special trip. And Alyssa responds to that tweet going, oh, I hate you, with a laughing emotion. And Travis says, will. you will even more when they get another drop from you. Hashtag there it goes. Now, she says there it goes in this because the lid falls off of the coffee.
2: And um, has a whipped cream topping. Oh, oh, there There you go. There it goes. There it goes. Oh, there There you go. (laughs) All
0: right. Ridiculous. And then he wasn't done. He was not finished. We kept it going. He sent this out. He sent this out about a week ago. It says, I blame the Chicken Nick show for opening up this can of worms. It's like an addiction at this point. But when it feels like you haven't gotten snow since the 09010 winter season, you get desperate. This was his weather forecast oh, no. that he did. This is a weather oh, no. forecast okay. with the map behind him. Right. Count the effort here.
2: So as we take a look at things right now, we have a frontal boundary making its way south into our area. That's going to bring some major changes to our weather compared to the very nice weather we had out there yesterday. you look up here to the northwest here. Montana, I think it is. Uh, No, actually, I think it's uh, Idaho. Uh, I apologize. Uh, As we uh, look at things. No, it's Wyoming. Uh, I apologize. Uh, But up to the north here, we're looking at some snow that's going to be making its way through over the next couple of days. So I just want to thank my... uh, Uncle Joe up in North Dakota for taking all the snow because we're not getting much of anything out of the system here. We're going to be looking at some very uh, quiet weather over the next couple of days, and all I hear is complaints about how dry it has been recently, the lack of snow. I know my kids aren't very happy about that.
1: (laughs) Wow!
0: (laughs) That is a 10 out of 10 in execution. The I apologize... When he goes from the state and he's getting, he's voluntarily, like, weathermen are the best, weathermen and weatherwomen are the best at knowing geography, knowing borders, knowing states, county lines, everything. They have to know everything. All of it. That's the first thing you do, right? He's intentionally getting states wrong and making himself look like a fool for the show.
2: Yeah, look up here to the northwest here, Montana, I think it is. Uh, No, actually, I think it's uh, Idaho. Uh, I apologize. Uh, As we uh, look at things, no, it's Wyoming. Uh, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Uh, But up to the north here, we're looking at some... (laughs) All
0: right. He is mentioning all of the states, so perhaps there was cover for that. He's like, hey, no, I meant this state. No, I meant this state. No, I meant this state. But still, that was well done. That's very well done. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. What do you got?
2: Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking... I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho state. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. (laughs) Uh,
1: I mean, you know how hard that is to work that into a forecast and he did it seamlessly and perfectly, but I think his next, as we work through his entire forecast, his next one is probably my favorite. I mean, the, The Uncle Joe in North Dakota taking all the...
2: The North here, we're looking at some snow that's going to be making its way through over the next couple of days. So I just want to thank my uh, Uncle Joe up in North Dakota for taking all the snow because we're not getting much of anything out of this system here. (laughs) Rudy T! I want to thank my Uncle Joe for teaching me all the sports.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. And then he, you know, then he... Finishes it off with the, uh, oh my god! You know the his
2: kids aren't happy about that. That's why it has been recently the lack of snow. I know my kids aren't very happy about that.
1: Oh, I'm not crazy. happy about that. Tyler mckay signing off. Well, I mean that is just that's it's tough to talk. That's tough to do. That's tough to do because this one was, you know, the first couple he had to kind of slam them in there. You know, like they didn't it didn't really work at all. He just slammed it in there. But this one was like it worked. Like if you're at home, you didn't, re- you don't know. You're like, oh, okay.
0: It's much easier in a monologue setting where you're right. You're doing the your job. control. It's your words. You're not playing off of anybody. You're not hoping someone else gets it. It's you. You're just audience of one. Man, audience of one. That is well done. <sighs> uh, before we get out, I did want to uh, mention a couple things here. Do you remember what we did last week? Remember this? Happy Valentine's Day. To those of all sorts, I'd like to thank Uncle Joe for teaching all the sports. No, you didn't! <laughs> all right.
1: Gosh
0: That was sports. No, you didn't! <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is national color basketball analyst Nick Ball. Sports. did put up a poll I did put up a poll, <laughs> I up a poll. Oh, yes I did uh, and the poll the poll read does reading Schick and Nick poems need to be a recurring <laughs> segment on the show we got nearly 400 votes 85% said yes seriously? 15% said no oh <sighs> Man. All right. My face hurts. Now. So I think we should do it again. Oh, you did it! Yeah. I did uh we did receive more. We're only gonna do this as long as we receive them. Yes. You know I mean.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, here we go. Time now for our weekly readings. <laughs> Red Arson tweets this poem. Trev's keeping Fred, keeping Scott too. What in the world? There's a balloon in my booth. That is a giant, giant stretch. Remember Greg Sharp saying, "There's a balloon in my booth." (laughs) All right.
1: See, the bigger the stretch, the better it is. Well played, Red Arson.
0: This is from Nate, who who asks, "Are we still doing poems?" Here was his: The airport was private in Omaha. We land. The drive was quiet to the land of sand. I flew
1: into Omaha to go play a golf course not far from there. It's about a drive, about an hour drive out of the airport, a private airport in Omaha, a place called Sand San Hills. Sand
0: Hills. Sand Hills. <laughs> San Hill. San Hill. Echo. San Hill. All right. All right. Uh, 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 this one is from uh, Eric. Nebraska ball plays. Chalk up another loss. I like my barbecue naked. So good it doesn't need the sauce. <laughs> Big Red Army tweets, roses are red. So is Deborah Messing. This tweet brought to you by Dorothy Lynch salad dressing. Yes. Nebraska is red. Trash goes in landfills. It's about an hour drive, place called Sandhills. There we go. It's from Sean. Joseph, Schick doesn't read my stuff. That makes me frown. He's proud to be a buff, but thinks you're a clown. Give it to him. This was when uh, caller Josh tried to school me on uh, what Nebraska's record would be and why nine wins is not good enough because I predicted nine and three. (laughs) And so I gave him this. You're a clown. Classic. Dan says, you read lots of poems. You didn't read mine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yes! Okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Dylan, it was the 4th of October. No, wait. It was September. Our buddy Kent likes to say, hey, Nick, you remember?
1: You remember?
0: Adam, there was a nice teacher who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Enjoy your bye. (laughs) That's
2: so stupid. Enjoy your bye.
1: So dumb.
0: Uh, Brian, there once was a coach named Bo whose gasket could quite often blow. Well, he could be a jerk, especially to Dirk. He sure helped the Chicken Nick show.
1: Hey, wow! That's just, that's like just that just
0: works. Everything about that works. And finally, this one from John Niatawa, who, by the way, yeah, finished right. his career at the Omaha World Herald. One of the great, great dudes yes, uh, that is. this show like ever him. had a relationship with. I like him. He's a good dude. Just, just good dude. John Niatawa submitted this. <laughs> Roses are red. They work well with equestrian, but do horses prefer tulips? Yeah, da, 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 that's a great question. Yeah, that, that's a
1: great that's a great question. Showing right. showing some love for his fellow former coworker, Rich Kyprianos. Very good, yeah, that's very good, good.
0: execution. Hey, so uh, I like these poems. Very good, and uh, th- thank you to everyone who submitted this. <gasps> I do want to – you got uh, two more minutes here?
1: No, of course I got two more minutes. My face hurts. That's why I'm just – I need to (laughs) hit
0: the training room here. Okay. This was uh, submitted here, and I I was going to play this uh, a couple of months ago. and never got around to it. And then it was sent in by Corey, who tweets this. Unfortunately, with the announced return of Fred Hoiberg, we are unable to have you fellas reminisce on this gem. Listened to it at work tonight, and definitely, lol. We did a bit when Nebraska was firing Doc Sadler. Okay, that would okay. yeah. The timeline, yeah, nine years ago, mm-hmm. or at least they were in the midst of it. And we did this bit, and I don't know if you remember this, but we did a bit of what. The behind-the-scenes look like, sounded like, as they were contacting their coaching candidates. <laughs> okay. So, and here's the headline. This. It's on YouTube right now. It says, Nebraska Fire Doc Sadler, now the school is scrambling for a coach. Associate Athletic Director Mark Bame. Boy, that's a long time ago. Yes, it is. It says, is busy contacting candidates. Here is the audio. It's three minutes. Okay. This is what we did on the show. This is March 21st. 2012 is when we did this bit. Here we go. Chicken Nick, sixteen twenty of the zone. The coaching search has been interesting, and you hope it's not. You don't want it to mock it. You know, you got to reach for the stars, and you can't. You know, I, I had once a uh, a dorky friend, oddly enough, who. <laughs> Said he was interested in this very attractive girl. I was like, there's no way, dude. He's married to her now with three or four kids. Shut and up. Like, it, it was the most unlikely story ever. So you have to ask right. what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. But here's the worst that can happen. We do have some of the audio here from what happened. Uh oh. All right, let's uh, go
3: through some of these candidates here. Oh. Hello. Yes. Is this uh, Coach Marshall? Yes. Coach Marshall, this is Mark Baim from uh, the University of Nebraska, Associate Athletic Director for Men's Basketball. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good, good. Just wondering if uh, we could talk to you if you would be interested in being the uh, head men's basketball coach here at Nebraska. Uh, hello? Ah! All right. Try this guy. This guy's supposed to be good. University of Colorado Athletics, this is Daddy. Yes, is, uh, Tad Boyle in, please? May I ask who's calling? Yes, this is Mark Beam, Associate Athletic Director at the University of Nebraska for men's basketball. Yeah, please, hold. All right. Interesting. I could kind of hear your conversation. Uh, Any idea when he will be done? Um, Never. It's a big one. He says he's not coming out. Hang it up. Uh, We we have to go. Uh, All right. Thank you for your time. Try this one here. That was unfortunate. Hope it's not any serious indigestion. Okay, let's try this one here. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Hello.
3: Yes, is this uh, Mark Few?
2: Yes, it
3: is. Yes, uh, Mark, this is uh, Mark Bain, the Associate uh, Athletic Director for Men's Basketball at the University of Nebraska. How are you? <laughs> hey, Mark, Mr. Few? have to try some more
0: here. Jeez. So well, that's just, well, how did wow. that become public knowledge like that?
3: I'll tell you what,
1: people get hand, their, their hands on some phone calls.
0: The audio a lot. So stupid. That was hilarious. Where are you coming out? I'm never coming hey, out. boy Boyle's
1: officially going to stay in
0: the bathroom <laughs> Until that job is filled. Yeah. Chicken dick, 60, you laugh. Wrap it up there. Wow. Oh, this incredible audio, this incredible audio. Back a couple ago. of things. I love how Mark Bame just how
1: well he took all of those calls. He just was so positive. So, and he had, and then he had it, a lisp. He had a lisp for some reason. And then the fact that Tad Boyle said he was never going to come out because it's a big one. <laughs>
0: the <laughs> then, yeah the secretary it's like a 1960s yes. phone where you can't put it on
1: right gotta take it with you oh that
0: was good oh, that was good blast from, blast from the past that's on youtube if you want to search for it oh. it's on the old uh Schick and nick show Goodness. account uh it's like 2600 views it was posted back in 2012 ah. some of this stuff still lives so oh, check that out wow. uh a lot of fun. No coaching search for Nebraska ball, but a big win. Maybe the biggest win in the history of the program. Well, Tyler, what do you think? Did you like that win?
2: I'm not happy about that. Shit and Nick. Yeah. Shit and Nick.
1: Yeah. Shit and show. Yeah. Here we go. Shit! Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes!
0: There's a balloon in my booth. Got it! <laughs> a Huda Media Production.